g'day and welcome to Radio Notes, where those in music talk life and those in life chat music and more. I'm John Merch and today a bit of a promo chat, a bit of a fun one with our special guest. From Canberra, Australia comes Maxo. Growing out of doing covers to full blooming songs, they have even been featured on Better Homes and Gardens. Behind the jesting is a determined singer and songwriter. On the back of their latest original release, they join John for this unscripted chat. Maxo, welcome to Radio Notes. Hey John, thanks for having me on the show. Let's head back to quickly and briefly 2015. You were doing covers and then you decided to release an original called Won't Let You Go. What was happening at that time that uh, you thought music was the go and particularly original music coming out of Canberra? Back then, yeah. Obviously, as you said before, I was doing cover cover songs. Um, started doing them on YouTube, then started playing the pubs. And then, yeah, I don't know, obviously just intuition, started writing my own songs. And I got a couple like crappy demos done with a, with a mate here in Canberra and then, um, yes, sent them out and got picked up by a producer. And then um, I had it probably for a year, like properly produced. And then I just thought, yeah, I might as well just chuck it out there and see what happens. And I decided to race it on my birthday. Thought it was a good marketing ploy. So like, you know, make people feel sorry for you on the birthday. So they'd buy it picked up from there just kept going well if we flip to now they say that sex sells and of course the song is called sex is that a marketing ploy or is it something a little bit deeper pretty good marketing ploy but it does um it goes a little bit deeper because it sort of brings that lightheartedness to the awkwardness around sex it's such an awkward conversation to have like whether it's with your parents or like with your mates i wrote it in a hotel room so the, the lyrics literally explain itself and that's how it was sort of written just thought i never thought i was gonna race it but then i'm like ah oh, might as well do it like because I even I feel a bit awkward about releasing it, but I'm like it's such a catchy song and like it it gets rid of that awkwardness. So it's so fun. Sex on a Friday in Canberra, paid for? No, nah, not paid for. And I was actually in Sydney at the time, so I was um I just got back from the states. I was on tour over there, and then I was up recording in Sydney and had my girlfriend up there with me. So let's ask the question: What's your sexy song that gets you going? Oh, that's a tough one. Yeah, obviously Maxo Sex. That's one of them. <laughs> well, if you can't love yourself, who can you? Oh, 100%. Oh, you're not going to answer the question. Oh, I was waiting for it. Yeah, I was like, I was thought you were going to move on. Um, I don't even know. I can't remember the last time I had music on having sex. I do like the nice, like, Google Dolls Iris and that, you know, that gets everyone in the mood, a nice romantic one. What do you think about that connection between love and sex? And I guess throw in the R word romance in there as well. Even like one of the things coming up to sex, because all my love was the last thing I go, what happens after you fall in love? You have sex. So obviously the two come hand in hand. Just this one's going a bit on the more pop side, expanding like rather than staying at that stage one. Now we're going for the home run. (laughs) So is the next song about cigarettes in bed? (laughs) <laughs> no, it's it's not. But I just I just did post on Instagram the behind the scenes. We got the music video coming out. It's an animation. I made them both naked, and yeah, one had a cigarette and the condoms on the ground. The next single's gone a bit more. It's called Dreamer. Heard it here first, but yeah, it's a bit more. It's got a bit more like edge to it, so like rockier. But it's like yeah, the name explains it itself. Just dreaming, so it's like it's chasing those dreams really. If we're talking about love, sex, and then talking about dreaming, it's about that comfortability about where you are in your life. Is that where dreamers come from, if we can get exclusive on that? Yeah, definitely. Like, um, I actually wrote it when I was out in LA, and I was, like, running along, and I had 
was just yeah thinking about tracks and yeah it just came out but it's yeah it's definitely like getting to that next level I'm sort of getting as I've like built my career I'm experimenting more and getting that confidence to experiment more so that's that's sort of where it's come from too so it's like another side of the pop side rather than sticking to the singer-songwriter love side back to that music video that will be out did you know that in the video you got crabs yeah there is crabs we put that in there as a nice little something that comes with sex sometimes and uh and then had the maxo breaded condoms in there as well so they, they make an appearance can we talk about All My Love for a while? Because whilst this is the latest single and it's doing its thing, it's getting your name out there and it's a great tune to listen to and it's getting its airplay as well, All My Love I think is going to be that song of 2020 for you. So where did that initiate from? I wrote that one like because I've been travelling heaps the last couple of years. So like between the States, I was touring over there and now the UK at the end of last year. It's um it's about that like compromise between like like two loves so like because i'm chasing this dream but then i'm also missing the adult stuff back home like my friends my family my dogs like my girlfriend it's a tough one that's where that's stemmed from so and it turned out really well we like talking about life on radio notes so what is that dream and why does the us and uk need to be involved just such big like launching platforms so like you make one of those like south by southwest festivals or great escape over in the uk like they're bigger marketing like areas and just most of like listening to our commercial radio, most of like the stuff is coming from the US or the UK. So you're getting not too much stuff coming straight out of Australia. It's always fed back through one of those countries. How do you feel as a music artist needing to do that? Uh, it's tough. It's tough. It's definitely, it's hard both ways. So like uh, lately I've been, I've been pushing more in Australia too. So like doing more shows here and getting it to radio here more, just trying to crack through even though it's such a tough um, industry to crack over here. But um, obviously the live shows is my biggest part in Australia, so I try to play as much as I can when I am here. Who are some of those Australian acts who might be your peers or some that you look forward to playing around the circuit when you're able to here in Australia? Oh, well, it'd be awesome to play with um, in excess if I was, I was still doing big shows. They're the best, uh, one of my favourite Australian bands ever. Recent ones definitely would love to play like Temper Trap, they're probably the biggest one, like my biggest Australian band favourite. I um, would love to play like Gangs of Youth, all those guys. Some Adelaide locals, Sundance Kids, if you remember them or heard of them. That's um, All My Love actually recorded with Ash, who was the lead singer of the Sundance Kids. What was it like working with Ash Gale of the Sundance Kids? I flew down, so I've been down twice. So I did um, came down and recorded Light It Up the first time and then came back and did All My Love and All For You with him. And yeah, it's the best ever because I've been a massive fan since like my high school days when the peak, they were touring with the fray, all that. Yeah, I still listen to those songs all the time. And I saw, I got back from the States and I knew I had to record some more songs. So um, yeah, I was just on Facebook and they changed their profile picture. And I'm like, oh, I wonder what they're doing these days. And then I like followed, stalked a bit and saw Ash was doing his own stuff, producing as well. So I sent him off an email, like with my current tracks and a few demos. He goes, yeah, love your stuff. Definitely come down. Let's do something. And we, I remember our first call and I was, I was full fangirling. Hey? Like he's, he's still, in my eyes, he's the biggest star ever. So, But it's good to be mates now. We have a few beers. And I'll show you this. You guys on the podcast won't see it, but here's like an actual sign thing from the Sundance kids back when they were touring the circuit. <laughs> wow. And, and that's from uh, Triple M 104.7, part of the Austereo Network. Was it Triple M then? What what station have they got up no, in the top? It, 
I think it was Southern Cross because it's Hit Network now. So yeah. this is Canberra FM Radio. Yeah, it was funny. As I sent a photo of that too, and he just he laughed. I, he, yeah, he loved it. So no, it's good. It's yeah, and absolutely love it down in It's such a great place. And I know we shouldn't be talking about the new single Dreamer because it's off a bit. But did Ash have a finger in that pie as well? Can you let us know? No, he didn't. Gone it all with him. Yeah, but then I was end up recording this one in Melbourne with another producer down there. Like we're meaning to work together for ages and then I showed him like a acoustic demo we are recording another song down there and he goes I love it he goes I want that so ended up doing it with him and not Ash <laughs> okay but back to Adelaide a bit of a waxing lyrically about this town name if you can name three things you like about Adelaide well the hills the beach and the city <laughs> it's all there you can be in the city and see the hills you can be at the beach and see the hills and from the hills you can see the city and the beach it's so cool and it's so close, like everywhere. I loved it. It was just like breathtaking because the studio, Sky Recording Studios is up in the hills in Stirling and just driving around there, like all the old buildings. It's amazing. Like absolutely loved it. I've worked with Ash from Adelaide. The brand new single is called Sex. All My Love is the song we were talking about then. I want to know about running. When did you take it up? Why did you take up running? Yeah, just like for exercise, really, I got a Fitbit and yeah, it keeps me fit because there's a couple of times there where like I moved to my new apartment, I just started snacking on everything. So, and then put on like 10 kilos. So now I lost 10. So, and keep losing. So, just, just keeps me fit and it, it does wonders. Like, everyone I bug it, I'll go for a run. You feel so much better after just for the mental health, too. There's Lake Burley Griffin. I don't know how close or far you are away from that in Canberra. And I, I just imagine that would be a good little running spot if you're more of a runner. Yeah, it's nice lake, that one. So, um, yeah, that's a bit oh, – it's like 10 minutes away, but I, I'm in Belconnen where there's Lake Ginodera and I run around that pretty much, yeah, try to get around most days. Who's the new child in the family called Stevie? Hey, uh, see, he's cute as, eh? Yeah, we, we got a beagle, a little beagle. Just just made the dash because before the borders shut, he was up in Narrabri, so it's, which is a seven, eight-hour drive from Canberra. So up in New South Wales and we quickly, we we're going to get him freighted down, but then they said it wasn't cancelled and it was. And then, um, so like, screw it, we're just going to drive. So we did a 14-hour trip to get him, but um, he's the best thing ever. He's a, he's a little cutie, but he's starting to chew everything. So, <laughs> Talk us through that decision. And so, yeah, before everything went pear-shaped, land of summer, we went down to Jamboree, which is like a water park um, down the south coast of Australia. And um, I don't know, we're just driving down there and we're just talking about dogs and like, oh, if we'd get one. And then I'm like, because in the apartment we were allowed dogs. And then I was like, and then I sent as a joke, like I found a link to like this beagle. And then she's like, serious. And it took us a couple of weeks to actually decide. And then once I saw like the photo of Steve, I go, that's him. I'm getting him. And I go, yeah, we're, we're still like arming and arming about it. But yeah, it's the best best decision ever, I reckon. Steve. <laughs> um, we wanted to, well, actually my girlfriend's dad, his name's Mark. And I thought it was Steve for a while. But um um, yeah, we just wanted like a name, so just like a human name. So like when we're when we're taking for runs in the park, we go Steve, and then like someone looks up, and then they realise we're talking to the dog. So everyone's been laughing at the name so far and loving it. How are the dog walks been going? I know there's some restrictions and everything over in the eastern states compared to here. Yeah, not too bad. So he's um he's did the five k lake first up, so that was like week week one, week two. But now he's getting a bit lazy and more wanting to get sticks, and he'll just he'll just sit on the ground when he doesn't want to walk. <laughs> So it's like having a baby. Yeah, sort of. I don't know if it's more work or less work. I'll, I'll, I'll find out when I find out. That's definitely a long way away for me, I reckon. 
at this early stage, how do you feel about people calling dogs their babies, their fur babies? Although he's not a fur baby per se, being a bagel, but. Yeah, not really a fan of the the old fur baby, but I know my girlfriend calls him your little baby all the time, but he's, he's pretty cute, so I'll accept it. <laughs> Hi, I'm Cynthia Toro. My latest album is Moments, and I'm coming up on Radio Notes. Maxo, the music that you're doing is very approachable, but what kind of music do you listen to in your own time? Still a lot of the Sundance kids. Love how Spotify does, like Discover Weekly and Release Radar. So I listen to like a lot of, like even like You Met Six, that's from like older stuff, but they're still releasing new new stuff. A lot of um, like Tropical House, so a bit more like EDM style too. Like just chill music, like stuff everyone can get into, just catchy, hooky sounds. Do you miss the clubs going out? Just sort of drinking beers with the boys that's like going to a pub and we're actually playing pub gigs because i still do a lot of them so like that's like usually thursday till sunday i'll be gigging and yeah it's just so weird at the moment what is that bond you get from doing the beer and the pub gigs i know it's just sort of being out there like in the community you're getting that you're meeting new people all the time i think that's probably my favorite thing just interacting with other people like yeah i'll meet like heaps of people i've never met every week and I think that that's probably the biggest thing. I just love interacting. Like even like for my biggest shows where I'm doing all originals, like that's the best part ever, interacting with the crowd. That's what I always bring to my shows and try to get them involved as much as possible. Like that's what I miss the most really, just the human interaction. I'm getting the sense we're in this time and by the time it's released, maybe we'll be all through everything we're going through at the moment. But, but I just get the sense that musicians like yourself that rely on that community at all levels – are really feeling some sort of, not loss, but some sort of pressure within. What's the reality of that? Am I seeing it wrong? Because obviously there's live streams and everything else, but there's so much you must be missing right now. Yeah, I think you're 100% on the ball there. Just even like the live streams, like with uh, straight after this podcast, I'm doing one, but it's just um, the connection's not there. Like it's it's cool, but you're not like you can read the comments and stuff. But like I'll be having a beer on this side, and I'm just looking like an alcoholic because I can't see you guys having a beer with me. <laughs> Performing these live streams, you're having you're having the bevy. You assume they're having a bevy because it's nighttime over in America, maybe uh, on a Saturday night, but you don't know. Yeah, you just don't know. So like you can see what comments are coming in, but other than that, it's like so you got to keep it going. Like you can't really feed off the crowds. Like the, the other people because obviously like playing in front of a bigger crowd you react to the audience so it's sort of it's very weird like doing it online now but it's something we have to do and yeah definitely like you do feel pressured like to do more and more because you just don't want to be forgotten about I guess like that's the thing because you're pushing all this music and you just want to keep keep the traction going where you can't do it actual live like doing a tour. Do you write a lot and then peel it back to something we then hear as a single? I don't really um it usually just comes like straight out a couple songs like i've rewritten like core i've wrote like won't let you go the first one i wrote a whole chorus in the studio because we had like a pre-chorus and i thought that was the chorus at the moment but then my producer goes oh maybe something extra but a lot of the new stuff it's pretty much done like pretty quick i can write like oh if i'm in the mood i'll write it out pretty good and then even like with sex i thought i didn't write enough for it at first but now because radio has changed so much like you used to write songs between three and four minutes but now they're getting shorter and shorter I thought it was too short and then um yeah but they're like no that's that's perfect so most of sex was like written pretty much straight away I don't think I added too much of that all my love I think I usually write a verse or a chorus first and then but usually the second verse will come like later so I'll like have a think about it and then like suit it to where I want to take the story 
And I guess we're talking about sex, baby. Let's talk about sex. Oh, where did that song come from? The simple one. When were you first taught about the birds and the bees, Maxo? I don't even think I was ever told about the birds and the bees. I just started doing it. Um, I don't know. Like, well, I can. Can I say when I lost my virginity? That's it. Exclusive for you. I was 13, 14. I can't remember. Around then. It was around my 14th birthday. How many days did that relationship last? Uh, I think we went out for a couple of months, actually. So it was a proper relationship, not just like a one-night stand. So between 18 and now, on the release of a song of its name, what do you think you've learnt about sex that you didn't think back then? Um, I don't know, a bit like, I don't know, it's, it's different, like, yeah. I guess, like, everyone has their own time when they're going to do it and, and that. Like, you don't just have to do it because it's the cool thing on the movies and all that. It's um, you decide when you want to do it and who you want to do it with. Whilst it does talk about tight dresses in the song and there's a few other cues as well, it's not as hetero-narrative as some other songs about the topic. Can I just ask, was that a conscious decision to not make it so hetero-narrative? Yeah, I think so. It was, like, definitely when I wrote it, like, yeah, you don't want to – be too like out there like make it like i don't think i can say the words of radio but yeah like full like yeah like the girls and objects sort of thing that's definitely like not what it never should be sort of like back to like yeah if you got relating to other songs like your hip-hop and stuff your old school hip-hop yeah it's full like that so it's like no nah, definitely yeah it's, it's about like two people thinking about each other that's like that's the biggest thing and this is what he's thinking about like this is the guy's perspective of who he's going to see this is your story as well, as we said, in a hotel room in Sydney on a Friday night, which does beg the question, Maxo, and I will ask the question as I like to do, why mainly Friday? Nothing on the telly that night? Or do you need the weekend to recover? <laughs> That's a very good question. Um, I think it just sounded better. I tried Saturday. I tried Sunday. But I think Friday just suited. You know, you've just finished work for the week and you just want to let some steam off. So I reckon Friday's the best suit for that. What's better than sex on a Friday night? Not much. <laughs> Is this a call out to Rebecca Black? <laughs> yeah, geez, I haven't heard that song in a while. Yeah, it can be. Tag her in it. We'll see. We'll see what she see if she likes it too. <laughs> All right, let's do a bit of a quick round with Maxo, who joins us on Radio Notes today. The brand new single is Sex. The song before that was All My Love. Please go not just to Spotify, but to iTunes Music and download and purchase the music as best you can. Uh, What are the T-shirts like? Why do I find them so stylish? I think it's a modern modern trend. There's a lot of like you got small logo on the on the chest and then like something on the back. So I've done that with the the Maxo logo, and I've still got the straight logo ones too. So but they're super comfy too. Like I wear the hoodies all the time and the shirts. You, know, you might get one that's already worn by me. It's probably worth more or less. We don't know. <laughs> Favourite artist with just one name? Ooh, that's a hard one. Um, for everyone has two names. Do they Maxo? Yeah, true. Maxo. Can I say Maxo? No, nah, I, I don't know. I can only think of Pink. Oh, Bono's not an artist, but I was going to say Bono, but that's you. Oh, you two's one name. Yeah. Yeah, I'll probably go Bono. Let's do that. <laughs> okay, when did you two first enter your life? It'd probably be like with or without you. That would have been the song like I first heard from him. But then I obviously started listening a little bit more. But I think it, I don't really got into him until I was probably like 18, 19. I think I was hearing him over in Europe. And that's when I started liking it.
And then also, I love that free album they did on iTunes. I was in the States at the time and it was the only thing that downloaded on my phone properly. I didn't have service. So I listened to that on repeat and there's a few songs on there that are absolutely bangers. Like that song for someone, That's I love that one. Every Breaking Wave is still my alarm on my iPhone because I haven't upgraded iTunes yet. <laughs> Beautiful revelation there, Max. So thank you. Raised by Wolves, by the way, was my favourite off that particular album. Yeah, that is a good one. First live music experience. Would have been like a local local band, so Landis Awaits they're called. Um, oh, actually supporting them that day is Hands Like Houses, if you've heard of them. Uh, most of us my age were in that punk stage as well. So, yeah, that was probably my first. I was 17 and got into an 18 venue and I had the first uh, smartwatch ever, but broke it. I had it for a week, bought it from China off eBay for 300 bucks and broke it that week. <laughs> but showed everyone between A and B that you had it. Oh, 100%. It's, it was 2009. So who would have a smartwatch then? <laughs> Favourite radio station? Uh, probably Hit Network. So 104 here. They've done a fair bit for me. That's sort of where I started too. I played, um, I won Cameras Got Talent through the Hit 104.7 and um, yeah, I played Skyfy here. I think that year, yeah, I played with, it was Thirsty Merck and Samantha Jade. They were on because I played it, came back. I did once win in the comp and then came back as an artist and played it too. So that's that's always a big crowd. It's huge. Most famous person you met and liked meeting? Well, the most famous person that I loved meeting would have been Ash Gale, but um, probably The weekend. He was pretty cool. I met him when I was out in Toronto in a bar. He was with all his crew. He had a massive entourage, but I actually know scrapped that. We're going Tones and I met her last year, end of last year. Nicest person ever. Cool. I'm, I'm vibing that. What were you doing over there? Was that just part of a, an American leg tour heading over? Uh, that was before I was got... I was going to record in Nashville and um, my sister was living out in Toronto. So I ended up just going there for Christmas and New Year's and I was recording um, in Nashville start of January. So bended for like two weeks and met some cool people and yeah, met the weekend. It was sick. Sister still over there doing well? No, nah, she's back over here. So she works for, she, she does events as well. So like Kicks Entertainment, they do like all spilt milk festivals and that. That's where I met Tones and I. I know you've leaked an exclusive with us today. So when can we expect the brand new single, the follow-up to Sex? It will be around June. So we're supposed to interlink it with the Olympics and hopefully get a couple syncs, so sporting syncs. But obviously that's pushed back, but I think we're still going to release the track anyway. Max, so we've run out of time because you have to speak to America, but thank you very much for joining Radio Notes. No worries. Thanks for having me, John. It's been a pleasure. Maxo. They can be found online at maxomusic.com. Next time on the show. It's amazing the difference between actually having the stick and and actually being in control. Don't actually get anywhere near the amount of motion sickness because you know what's happening, you know. What's front of mind when you are behind the stick? I guess safety. That's the biggest thing you need to constantly think of and, just be really accurate with all your numbers when you're landing and everything. Dad does it without thinking. Like, he's just cruised in and can land in whatever weather, you know. But there's a lot of concentration and a lot of different little things going on. Could cost you your life if you're just a bit blasé and you don't have the experience. Mick Lindsay takes us up in the air. Thanks very much to our featured guest this time round, Maxo. RadioNotesPodcast.com for show notes and links. Web design there by Steve Davis. Theme music.
music by Martin Kennedy and All India Radio. I'm Tammy Weller. John Merch is the producer and host based in Adelaide, South Australia. Mm-hmm.